Hey monkeys, what's up? Uncle Silverback with you here on the Armed Ape Podcast. Today is Saturday. It's the 25th of August, 2012. Ah, what's the matter? Did a cop give you a ticket for talking like a fruit? All right, monkeys, before we jump into the show, let's go ahead and get some of our contact info out of the way. If you've got a review or uh, suggestions or comments for the show, you can contact me a couple of different ways. You can either use the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-APE1-APE1, 206-745-2731. Or if you would prefer to use the email, which is thearmedape at gmail.com, all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. You can either write out an email and I'll read it for you on the show, or you can record your own audio file, so a WAV file or an MP3 file, and I'll play that for you on the show. Now, even if you don't have a review or suggestions, and you just wanted to call in and say, That is awesome! Or you wanted to call in and say, <sighs> What a douche. That's fine by me. I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Also, don't forget, as far as the contact info goes, if you do go over to the website, which is thearmedape.com, you'll see on the right-hand side that little send voicemail thing, and you click on that, and uh, it'll let you go ahead and record about a 10-minute message, and you can send that in using your computer's microphone. Well, as many of you guys know, it's been almost a month since I was able to actually put out this show, which is The Armed Ape, obviously. I did last week, I was able to put out a firearms cafe, and over on that show, I went into some detail about kind of why I had been gone for so long. So what I figure I'll do here, instead of telling you, oh, go over there and download episode uh, 76, I think it is, of Firearms Cafe, I'll just kind of give you the, uh, the short Cliff Notes version. Basically, we had gone on vacation, we came back, uh, I'd put out a show, which was, uh, I think it was July 29th or something like that. Anyway, the computer started acting up and it crapped out on me. I ended up taking it in. The hard drive was shot. The motherboard was shot. Luckily, they were able to transfer a lot of the stuff over to a external hard drive that I brought to them. And fortunately, I had backed up a lot of the stuff that was important to me. So again, long story short... I ended up not, and I the, 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 what I'd used before was always a PC. What I'm using now is an iMac, and I uh, got to say I really like it, and I talked a little bit about this, but you know, even having the thing a little bit longer, some things are different. You got to do things a little bit differently, but I've kind of, uh, every day that I use it more and more, I figure out more and more about the operating system, and, and uh, so I think I'm in general going to like it. The one thing that was kind of a bummer, was that I was using a really nice piece of editing software when I had the PC, and that was Adobe Audition, which I really liked. But that thing costs like $300, about the cheapest you can find it. And uh, I'm not willing to pay that amount uh, to have that over here. So what I'm using right now is because I really haven't had a lot of time to sit down and really mess with GarageBand. What I've gone back and done is I just downloaded Audacity for the iMac, and I'm just using that. Uh, On past shows, I've talked about the way that I record stuff is I've got the Edderall, which is a portable digital recorder, and I basically record the show into that, and then I just take those tracks and edit them 
in Audacity or or edit in in, uh, in the past using Adobe. And what was nice about that is I'd kind of finally figured that out a little bit and kind of had a bunch of presets and things set to where I knew exactly what I was going to do. So now I'm with with uh, going back to Audacity. I'm kind of having to relearn some of that stuff and and figure out some of the stuff on there. With the Adobe program, you just had a lot more uh, fine-tuning and finesse of things that you could do. Uh, But, uh, you know, like I said, for now it's okay. And like I said, I haven't really done too much with GarageBand. I don't know if in the long term if it will be better, if it'll be... uh, a way to do that, I'm actually going to go down to the Apple Store and have them, uh, you know, you can do those classes with them. So I'm going to have them basically do, uh, give me a real good in-depth tutorial on GarageBand and some of the other stuff and some of the tricks and things like that that I can do with it. And uh, hopefully, maybe I can I can use that. Uh, so let's see, what other nonsense? Oh, so uh, kind of more computer nonsense, of course, you know, you... When you have a website, you have to have a way to get stuff from your computer over to your server and then down there. And so luckily, like I said, fortunately, I had the instructions on how to do that and how to get everything switched over. And I was able to get all that stuff. And it went pretty painless just because I had kind of figured that stuff out from before. And also, too, the little tricks and things that I needed to do, I had gone ahead and written down. Um, And, of course, you know, some things translate no problem other things don't so i had i ended up buying a uh, application because my old computer i had used uh, i think it was word perfect so luckily uh, apple has an app or you know somebody made an app for them that reads word perfect so i spent ten dollars and was able to get that and be able to read all my documents and all this other stuff so uh, and i haven't messed around too much with imovie and some of that other stuff um, hopefully, again, with those classes and things that I, that I'll be able to do, I'll be able to get some real good in-depth knowledge of that stuff. And, uh, what I want to do is start doing a lot of the reviews and a lot of the things that we've done here, or, well, I should say the stuff that I've done here because I can do videos and then, and then post them up, uh, to YouTube and, and, uh, maybe kind of do it that way. Uh, don't forget too. You can also uh, kind of jump them back to the contact stuff. But as long as I'm talking about computer nonsense, you can also go to uh, the Facebook page uh, for the Armed Ape and leave comments there. Uh, you can also um, go over to. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, to Twitter. There we go. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just Armed Ape, capital A, A R M E D, Ape, capital Ape, er, capital Ape, dumbass, capital A P E. So, uh, and I think I've, I don't know if I have links of those over on the website or not. If I don't, I'll uh, I'll try and get those over there if I remember to do it. A lot of times, once I get done with the show, and I just upload it and do the other stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. I I need to go do something else. Uh, so sometimes I say, oh, I'll, I'll do this, and then I forget about it. So anyway, I don't think I have a whole lot of feedback uh, for the show for this week. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to talk about, and normally maybe this would be something that I would talk about over on Firearms Cafe, but you know, on this show we talk a lot about, too, about 
personal responsibility and liberty and and uh, how there's a lot of corruption in the government and, and how you need to be prepared because you don't really ever know what's going to happen. So anyway, most of you guys are probably pretty familiar with the Fast and Furious scandal. Uh, basically, real, real brief thing, ATF sent guns down into Mexico in theory to track and and be able to prosecute the drug cartels on uh, weapons charges. Basically what it really was, was a way to vilify the uh, border state gun shops and also a way to be able to get further restrictions on the peop- on people here in the U.S., on us, because they could say, look at all these weapons that are going down, look at all these, uh, uh, you know, rifles and, and things that are going down into Mexico, and so we need to be very, very strict on semi-automatic rifles, so things like AR-15s, things like uh, semi-auto AK-47s, all that type of stuff. Um, anyway, that's, that's it. So, one of the things I was... Uh, I was listening to Judge Andrew Napolitano, and I was at the gym, and they have, you know, up on the TVs, they have uh, uh, Fox News is up there, and he's talking about uh, part of what's happening with the ATF and the Fast and Furious thing, so I, I was able to switch over and listen to that. And he's talking about this agent who is basically kind of falling on a sword, and he's, he's a higher-up guy. And his name is William McMahon. And I had, if you go on my timeline on Twitter, I had, um, let me see if I can find it. I had done a, uh, a quick link to an article where it talks about basically what was going on with him. Uh, but what happened was, is he, he's, it seems like to me, just in the, in the stuff that I found, was that he was going to um, basically kind of fall on his sword, so to speak, and kind of take a little bit of the blame. Uh, yeah, so if you go over to my timeline again, uh, the t- it just says ATF official collects paid leave and private sector salary. So this guy, again, his name is uh, William McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N. And pretty much what happened is uh, they on, on the Fox News thing, they played the clip of him saying, oh, you know, this, this shouldn't have happened and it got out of hand and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, what they're doing for this guy is they're saying, you're going to go on paid administrative leave until you're able to, your, your time runs out of that, and you'll be on there long enough to where you'll be able to get your pension. You'll be able to collect your full pension. And at the same time, we're going to fix it for you to where you get a job over at J.P. Morgan. Now, also part of this is it's against the ATF's rules, their own rules, to do this stuff. So again, it's it's granting this guy four or five months of leave, 
lets him, you know, again, reach retirement. And then he's going to begin a second career um, with J.P. Morgan. I don't know if he'll be a lobbyist. I don't know what he's actually going to do. But again, you know, we're seeing this stuff of here's this guy that that screws up or suppose, you know, I, I don't have all the details, but basically the guy that they're saying is screwing up is getting rewarded for screwing up. Not only is he going to be able to still keep his pension and be able to draw that, but then they're going to hook him up with a massive, uh, the article says, uh, blah, 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 the letter cites that McMahon's government salary is six-figure and his J.P. Morgan salary is going to be even larger. So who knows what he's going to make there? Who knows if he's going to even do anything or if this is just a reward for him to go over there get in with J.P. Morgan, be able to get filthy, stinking rich off of that. And then even if they take away his ATF pension, it doesn't matter because he'll have made millions and millions of dollars through J.P. Morgan. Uh, it's just it's just like gangsterism. It, and, it's just, and, and they don't even care. They're so jaded and so secure in their own uh what's the word I'm looking for in their own basically power base or their own sphere of influence I'm not really sure how to say it but they know that they're so entrenched and they know that there's there really can be no repercussions for them that they're just going to do whatever they want they'll break their own rules they'll They'll just throw it right out in the open. They don't even really try and be subtle about it. They don't, I mean, they, they tried a little teeny weeny tiny bit, but they don't care. They, they're just going to do whatever they want. And then, you know, this is the agency that a lot of us are going to have to, I don't want to say the word or the phrase bow and scrape to, but especially if you're, if you're in the firearms industry, if you're going to be in that, in the, you know, maybe an FFL, or if you're going to be a guy that um, maybe tries to design uh, or make new weapons or do stuff with class three things, you know, this is the agency that you have to go through to get anything accomplished. Uh, so again, just just that gangsterism. That's just like, you know, if somebody else did this other than, you know, the government, they'd be going to prison. But we see over and over and over again, they just can do whatever they want. I don't know if it's ever going to change. I, you know, I'm not really one of these conspiracy theory guys who thinks, oh, it's, you know, the the big globalists and all this other stuff. But I, I think what it is, and a long time ago, you know, it's, I know I'm jumping around here a little bit, but a long time ago, I was listening to one of Alex Jones's uh, things. I download his shows. Uh, I think I forget what it's called. Uh, I think it's just Alex Jones Show or something, probably. Um, anyway, I'll occasionally download you know his show, maybe about mm, two three times a month, and just kind of listen to him. And a lot of the stuff is the same stuff that he's saying, sort of over and over again, but. A lot of the stuff that he says, too, actually has merit. Um, not everything, of course, and he really conspiracy theories it up a lot, but a lot of the things that he reports on are actually going on. 
Um, but anyway, he had Billy Corrigan on, who is the lead singer for Smashing Pumpkins. And he kind of expressed a thought that I had kind of always thought. And uh, when Alex was, you know, going on about this, oh, it's this, you know, this uh, big globalist cabal, and they're doing this and they're doing that, he had kind of made the point, and he said, well, I don't know if it's that or if it's just that once you get up into those upper level, excuse me, upper, upper, God dang, upper levels of power, there are going to be certain people that are going to try and influence you. And because you have the ability to affect how things happen or how things run in the country, and because you have a lot of times knowledge of what's going to happen two months down the road or six months down the road that other people don't have, if I can get you as that person who has that knowledge, if I can get you beholden to me, either through money or through favors or through whatever, that's going to benefit me. So... I'll pay you $500,000 for information. Well, I'll make $3 million. So, whereas if I didn't have that information, I won't make anything. So it's, it's worth it for me as an unscrupulous guy to go ahead and, and kind of grease the wheels. And so that's what I kind of think. I think it's almost inherent in the system that we have now, and it's been inherent in, in systems of when you get... Uh, a small amount of people that wield a large amount of power, this is just sort of the natural thing that evolves. And it's not just here in America. I mean, you can you can look all over the world that's like that right now. But you can also look back in history. You can look at how things were in France, how things were in England. You can look at how things were uh, going back into the Romans. Uh, Again, anywhere where you have basically a small group of people that makes all the decisions and holds all the power, it's very, very easy to corrupt those people or to corrupt enough of them to where you can kind of get your way. Um, you know, and we just we see it over and over and over again where people, you know just do vile criminal things and it's just swept under the rug and it's going to be the same thing with this mcmahon guy three months from now even if you even if i said okay let's be generous six months from now nobody's going to know this guy's name nobody knows his name now i wouldn't have known his name but i i keep an eyeball on the screens up when i'm in the gym and if I see anything that has to do with Fast and Furious or any type of a scandal or anything, I, I try and listen to it. You know, if I'm doing the exercise bike or the elliptical machine or something like that, because uh, I'm just kind of captive there for 40 minutes. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. But look it up. Uh, again, the guy's name is William McMahon, M-C-M-A. H-O-N, and he was the former deputy assistant director for the field operations. And uh, according to the article, he stepped down in August 1st. Um, so, speaking of the ATF and other stuff, I actually uh, was listening to the last show of Liberty or... Uh, God damn it. Liberty or Zombie. 
man, it'd help if I could talk, wouldn't it? All right, let's try that over again. I was listening to the last, the latest episode, not the last, the latest episode of Liberty or Zombie, and um, I really enjoy their show. I like their show. I, I get a big kick out of them. If you guys like this show, go over there and check them out. I think you'll, I think you'll like the message that they're doing. They have, they're a lot more loose with the language than I am. I don't care about that type of stuff. I, harsh language doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but it's a real good show. I really enjoy it. Anyway, they sent me a bunch of um, of stickers, and so I've got. They sent me, I think, ten of them. So I've got. Uh, I'm going to keep maybe six for my not six. Damn it! I'm going to keep four for myself, and then I'm going to give away the other six. So I'm not sure how I'll give them away. Uh, maybe if you uh, send in a Oh, I know what I'll do. Well, I was going to say maybe specific stuff as far as sending in, like maybe uh, using the, the voicemail button over on the website at thearmedape.com. If you do that, I'll uh, I'll send you a sticker. Or if you send in basically any kind of an email or any kind of a uh, voicemail, or if you send in a, um, if you did your own WAV file or an MP3 file and send that in with some comment, uh, comments or content for the show, uh, I'll go ahead and get your address and then ship you out a sticker. And again, I'll, um, I may end up only keeping two, uh, so I, I'm going to have either six or eight to give away. Uh, also, as far as with the guys from over there, they had said on their last show that they were going to start the process to go through the wonderful... BATFE to try and get their FFL license, which is a, basically the license you need if you want to buy and sell guns. And I think the name of their shop is going to be Level Up Guns. I think that's the name. Um, and if I got that wrong, uh, Chuck, go ahead and shoot in like an email or a voicemail or something and, uh, and uh, correct me on that. So, Anyway, uh, hopefully we'll wish those guys luck. Um, but again, go ahead and check out their show. I really enjoy it. Anyways, speaking of other stuff that I've been listening to lately as far as podcasts go, uh, there's a ton of good ones out there. There's the Road Gunner podcast. There's New Shooter podcast. Um, there's my buddy Ken who does the Rimfire podcast. So uh, he's, I think, back from uh, overseas now. And so uh, check out his show which is, again, the Rimfire Podcast. Uh, and there's uh, there's all the stuff that I, like I said, I'm part of the network over at uh, Gun Rights Radio, so you can check out a bunch of stuff over there. There's tons of stuff over there. Uh, as far, oh, you know, another good one, too, is the uh, Lou Rockwell Show, which I listen to a lot. There's also a guy who is real pro-liberty and uh, uh, more libertarian. He's a guy named Brian Wilson. So if you go over... Uh, to iTunes and just type in Brian Wilson podcast. He has a, a radio show, but then he'll do uh, like 15, 20 minute excerpts from his show. And uh, I think his his podcast he puts out uh, two or three a day of those little snippets of his show, and they're good, you know. And he has guys on there like um, uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano. He has Gary Johnson on there a lot. He had actually did an interview a while back with uh, Judge Jim Gray, who is going to be the uh, who's Gary Johnson's running mate. Um, 
then it's just it's it's good to be able to hear that stuff now kind of speaking of of politics a little bit uh you know it, it's really interesting what a guy like Ron Paul has done over the last 8 years and how far the country has come and how far people like me people like a lot of you guys out there are coming to realize, you know, waking up, you know, for lack, you know, to use kind of that tired thing, but, you know, everybody's eyes, a lot of, not everybody, but a lot of people's eyes are opening up. And even if you say, ah, I still want to be a Democrat, or ah, I still want to be a Republican, or no, I'm, you know, hardcore libertarian. But lots and lots of, of people from from those three groups, especially more from Democrats and Republicans, are starting to say, well, wait a minute. Maybe we do need to rethink all the wars that we're engaging in. Maybe we do need to rethink all the entitlement stuff that's here in this country. Maybe we do need to rethink the trillions of dollars that we're sending overseas to countries that really don't need it. Maybe we need to focus on personal freedoms and individual responsibilities here in our own country and not try and be the policeman of the world. Maybe we need to really take a look at those Bill of Rights again. And maybe we need to do stuff like getting rid of Obamacare, get rid of the Patriot Act, get rid of a lot of the nonsense gun laws, get rid of a lot of the regulations that drive businesses out of this country and to other places because they're taxed less. I think as more and more people come to see some of that, come to realize a lot of that stuff, I think in the next three or four elections, I don't know, I think we actually might have a shot of having a a libertarian candidate actually have a a viable run or a viable chance. I don't think it's going to happen. Look, it's not going to happen this election. It's either going to be Mittens or Obama, or Obama, whatever you want to call them. And I still think it's it's going to be one of these kind of neck-and-neck things. I, I, To me, I still feel it's almost a 50-50 thing. Uh, whether or not enough people who stayed home last time get out and vote for Mittens, if enough of the conservative people who didn't like McCain are going to get out there and, and go and vote for him, I don't know. Uh, it also will depend on whether a lot of people who, who who voted for Obama but are very, very disappointed with him and, and what his administration has done. Basically, he's just George Bush Jr. Uh, it, was, it was like Bush never left office in many, many ways. So if enough of those people get out and kind of turn the tide, uh, I don't know. Um, But I don't think, you know, sort of, short of, you know, there being a plane crash where two of the candidates are killed and there's only one left at the very end, and that would be, you know, maybe Gary Johnson. I don't really see how, you know, he's going to be able to uh, to win the election. And some people will have even said, well, look, even if this guy, let's say, 
he wins by a, a small victory or even a landslide victory, they'll say, well, the, the House and the Senate are still going to be controlled by Democrats and Republicans. So would the president, would he, in essence, almost be kind of like a lame duck guy because he's not really going to have a base to go to? And the reality of that would be is if somebody like Gary Johnson or a libertarian guy actually did win the Oval Office, that would send huge shockwaves and huge messages to the people that are in office now. And they would start shitting their pants saying, oh boy, I need to start doing stuff and I need to start pretending that I give a shit about liberty and, and, and the individual so that I'm not voted out of office. Uh, so I think that, that a libertarian guy would actually have a pretty good shot at getting a lot of stuff done. Um, but anyway, let's kind of get back to some of the other stuff I've uh, we've been watching on TV. We've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad through Netflix. And... Um, I really enjoy that show. It's it's a uh, it's it's a in a lot of ways it's a really dark comedy. Uh, so if you if you do have Netflix and you haven't been watching Breaking Bad or you kind of thought oh maybe I'll give it a shot, go ahead give that thing a shot. Check it out. Um, I know the show is real disjointed today and kind of all over the place, uh, but I've had a lot of stuff kind of going on. There is a little bit of behind the scenes stuff. And maybe in the next couple of months I may have an announcement as far as if some things kind of work out the way I'd like them to work out, I'll be able to kind of let you guys in on some stuff. Um, and if it, uh, hopefully it'll work out. Uh, hopefully I'll have an aptitude for it. So anyway, I think I'm going to draw it to a close today. Like I said, I know the show is a little bit shorter today. Um... Oh, before I do sign off, I'll tell you guys one thing for you for you gun guys. I'm actually going to go up to Utah, to Salt Lake City, and I'm going to be doing the MAG-40 class. Uh, I don't know if there's any spots left there, um, but the, uh, the gun dudes are going to be putting that on. And of course, it's uh, with Mossad's group, uh, so I'll be able to go up there. And I think that the class is through the 26th through the 29th. And uh, so if you if you happen to be a listener to this show and you're going to go up or, uh, you know, drop me a line, drop me an email. If you don't want it played for the show, that'll be fine, too. Uh, but I am going to go up there and I'm really looking forward to that. It's pretty much a um, I'm really excited about it because it's you know, I'm getting I'm going to be able to take the class from a guy who is probably one of the best trainers in the world, um, and it's something too that, you know, he may decide six months from now, you know what, I, I'm, I'm done doing this class, or it's, the travel is too much, so I'm going to cut back, uh, so I'm glad I was able to be able to go and, and be able to take the class, and I'll report on it when I, when I get back from it and everything too, uh, but like I said, if you uh, are going to be up that way, uh, doing the class, I'll see you there. Or if you're, uh, I don't know if we could do a meetup or anything like that. Um, the classes are pretty intense and everything, so I'm probably not. I'm probably gonna go from the class, go back to my hotel, study, go to bed, get up, do the, you know, do the class, that type of thing. Uh, 
because um, I really want to take advantage and get all I can get out of the class. All right, monkeys, that is it for now, and uh, I will talk to you next time. Take care. You get up and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business. And I have chosen you to preach this evangel. For all my free market healthcare robbing, stock stealing, retirement fun fucking with niggas. Fuck your little credit card scam and jewelry stealing, crack selling, liquor store robbing motherfuckers. <laughs> Shout to the homies, Carnegie, OG, Willie Randolph Hearst, Baruch, Rockefeller, the real Rockefeller, my main bitch Leona, bought a little Louis XIII. Scott Rothstein, Jack Abramoff, hold your head. My yeah. real child niggas, let's uh, get this money. I spend my day pepping America overseas. Pension for the workers, nigga, please. Embezzlement, etiquette, private settlement. I'm better with Confederate rhetoric from my mansion in Connecticut. Foreclosure, they close out the tenement. I twist words like a speech impediment. I hope you got good credit, bitch. If not, better get a new job with benefits. While I play golf with niggas and get cheddar with. New money buys brand new carrots. My old money bunch of great grandparents. You got grills in your mouth, I ain't mad at you. I own every gold mine in South Africa Thanks baby, you made me a billion Plus I own a building But each one of my children's children That's the shit Snort coke in the whip Miss USA sucking my dick Yeah, what? Fuck the law Cause real jailers for suckers I go to country club prison You dumb motherfuckers I am the one percent Fucking bitches Yeah, you know my CEO Corporate steez Please overthrow governments Overseas in a breeze Politicians in my so if I'm ever in court, my assets are never free. I got a job and a house and a bank account. When I'm out, I doubt that's something you could say. And if not, then a fake death like Kenneth Lay make money. Every day the world burns on its access. Why y'all struggling to pay taxes? I'm getting my money the fastest. Memos and faxes, shredded up documents. Slush funds through the corrupt continents. But they don't want me indicted. Cause they don't want my dirty laundry aired when I fight it. Don't get my lawyers excited. Cause what good is a law if you can't rewrite it? I got C Traders, dictators, so fuck y'all whistleblowers and haters. <laughs> Shit! I'll invest money from Al Qaeda in the bank. 9/11 widows go too late to capitalism. So I pray to fuck the state of the world. Money talks, so what the fuck I need to say to you, girl? I don't pay them to fuck. I pay them to leave. You know my CEO corporate steeds greed. I treat countries like the IMF. Down on your knees, real gangsters run the world. Fuck what you believe. I cut down the forest while y'all niggas burning some trees. I get your family murdered for a couple of G's. Cause your working class money ain't fucking with me. You think rappers are rich cause of songs you heard? My labels make the money and have it rap the fucking word. Y'all 
in the ocean coasting with the sails out. Hey, America, thanks for the bailouts. I made off at the Baco Ambrosiano. Got away scot-free like El Vaticano. Activists, activists get mad at me because I'm a tax-free charity. 80% to the staff and company and 20% to the homeless and hungry. The country got to pay the Fed Reserve. Kick back to the banksters. Haven't you learned? You protest cops and patrols on the street. But I bought city hall, so I own the police. Email, Facebook, and the shit you tweet. On a phone company, so I heard you speaking. My suggestion is your correction. No election sex with no affection. No invention to benefit the world of man. Will exist till I got the money in my hand. World Bank, interest rate, damn rape on a spot. But I'm a gangster, you gon' take my money like it or not, nigga. I got your country in my pocket, motherfucker. You know my CEO makes Sonic Steve's cheese. Only little people pay all these taxes and fees. Since you were born, we controlled what you watch and you read. And pretty soon we're gonna own the fucking air that you breathe. I take what I want, fucker. I don't have to say please. I convince you that it's good for you. Leave you think presidents are the face of a nation? I put them all where they are. End of the conversation. <laughs> this guy's got a monkey scrotum and he's bragging about it. Oh,